your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the Ukrainian national anthem being sung by a seven-year-old start to finish has brought to attention the fact that many Irish people don't know our own national anthem, Aro Nevian. A new book, Our National Anthem, has been launched by author Rachel J. Cooper and she joins us on the programme this morning. Good morning to you, Rachel. Hi, good morning, Gillian. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Uh, Rachel, you know, it just strikes me, why didn't somebody think of this before? This is amazing, this book, uh, for kids to try and teach them what our national anthem's all about. Oh, well, th- thank you very much, Gillian. Um, the inspiration, I suppose, behind it came from, you know, me myself not knowing it um, mm-hmm. at many GAA and rugby matches that I've attended um, in my adult life. Um, you know, when it came time to sing Aaron Nevian, I'd look around and it wasn't just myself that I, I couldn't sing the words, but it was everybody in the seats beside me and like indeed some of the players as well. So this kind of got me thinking that, you know, why is this? And it's not that I didn't want to join in. It's purely because I didn't know the words. So I embarked then on a journey of learning the words of Iron Levine and a little bit about its background. And, you know, then I thought, well, why not write a children's book about it, teaching our children? Because it's my own personal belief that if it featured more in the classroom, that, you know, we'd have a better chance of remembering the words and then carrying it into our adult life. Is it a difficult song, do you think, to learn for young children? No, I don't at all. Um, The national anthem, from start to finish, it's just over 60 seconds long. So compared to some of the other um, national anthems that are out there, it's, it's actually very short. So how I have broken this down to make it easier for children um, is to provide um, a phonetic version and then not only it's not an English version it's actually the English version because I didn't realise that um, Aaron Levine was originally written as the soldier song in English so it wasn't um, until 1923 that it was translated into Irish so by providing the phonetic version and the English version this is uh, you know a way that children can be involved more and then you know also I've um you know, the, the the book is easier to engage children with, you know, a quiz and a word search and there's colourful pictures and the text is easy to read as well. So it's easier for them when you use this approach rather than just a black and white photocopy being handed out perhaps once a year around St. Patrick's Day. So, it, you know, it would be nice to engage children m- more frequently throughout the year. Is that the way it's being taught these days in primary schools? So I believe that it's down to the individual school and the individual teacher. Um, I do know that it was um, featuring in the classroom a lot more regularly around the centenary, so for the um, celebration of the 1916 rising. So I do believe that it was taught more regularly and then after that it seems to have kind of disappeared. And I mean, you made a very valid point there about seeing the Ukrainian children and outside the door they were singing their anthem and it just really struck you know, struck home that our children probably couldn't do the same. So that I think that's a, a terrible pity and I, I think that it's something that we should all be aware of and to, to teach our children the national anthem. You did a little bit of a survey yourself asking uh, a group of adults uh, about the national anthem. How many of them knew it start to finish? So from doing various interviews and Vox Pops, um, it would average a group of 20 people, so between one and maximum two. So when I learned these 
statistics. I mean, there's no other words to use, Gillian. It's just I felt a little bit sad and a little bit disappointed that this was the case. And, you know, why are we the only country in Europe, if not the world, that doesn't know our anthem? And, you know, I mean, I, I have had people reverse to say, oh, well, you know, it's, it's because it's in Irish and I've forgotten my Irish. Um, but I, I don't actually think that's it. I think it's because it's not, for want of a better word, you know, kind of drummed into us a little bit in, you know, as, as, as children in schools. So I think that if it featured more regularly in the classroom and at home, um, we'd have a better success of, you know, remembering the words and carrying them into our adult lives then. Well, I think if CJ Stander can learn Aaron Navian, um, most school children should be able to learn it in Ireland, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. It should be something that's taught from a very early age. So this book focuses on um, teaching children from perhaps second class right up until sixth class. And, um, you know, it, it, it's not just about the anthem and who wrote it and when, but I thought to put, you know, a viewpoint on how we can make the words more applicable for children today. So, I mean, the, the first line that we all know, Sheena Fianna Fáil, that means, you know, soldiers are we. So, in a way, we are still soldiers. It's just that what we are fighting for to get today is, is different. So, we're fighting against things like viruses and, and bullying and things that we know are wrong. Like, yeah. we know that war is wrong. So, we're still fighting together. It's just different things. The words of it are kind of violent in a way. I mean, there's mentions of guns screeching and that kind of thing in the lyrics. So, do you think maybe that's one of the reasons why it hasn't been explained to young children in the past? It could be, but um, you know, it, it's it's no certainly no more militaristic, in my opinion, than other national anthems. Um, for example, the French national anthem um, that that's actually quite violent compared to Aaron Levine. Um, and also, like we, you know, saying that it's either militaristic or, or perhaps a little bit outdated. I mean, it was written back in 1909 and 1910, so Ireland was in a very difficult and you know different situation at the time. So, if we can bring the words into meaning different things. To today, it's certainly no more violent than many other national anthems and certainly no more outdated. And, you know, if it is over 100 years old, then, you know, it is bound to be outdated. But, you know, I, I, I think as well, in my personal opinion, our national anthem, it's not going anywhere for, you know, for, for the foreseeable future. So, you know, rather than bury our heads in the sand about it, I think we should all embrace it purely for a cultural identity and, you know, teach our children it so that we do all know it. Um, do you want to have a, you know, state your case in terms of the rugby matches and Ireland's call and how your feelings between uh, Aaron Navian and Ireland's call? Because certainly our listeners have been very opinionated about that in the past. Mm, yes, and I believe that um, Ireland's call is included at the rugby matches um, purely for purposes of inclusivity. Um, but I mean... By providing the phonetic version in the book and the English version, you know, I, we, we are being very inclusive because Ireland is a nation that's welcoming of many different nationalities and many different nationalities. Little boys and girls are from all over the world who live in Ireland and we're very welcoming and we're very proud of this fact. So by providing the phonetic version, um, it means that we can include everybody. And from start to finish, our national anthem, Gillian, it's only, it's only just over 60 seconds long. And I'm certainly not saying that we include it in the classroom every morning for assembly. Some, some other countries do this, but I'm, I'm certainly not saying that. I would believe personally um, it would be a lovely start, but maybe once a week 
on a Friday to start the weekend off on, on a positive note that the little boys and girls all sing it together. And we include everybody. So there that's was, why the phonetic version is included. Mm-hmm. There was a time, Rachel, I went to discos and it was the last song in every disco. <laughs> yes, and actually I remember that myself as well. It'd be around the time you'd be looking for your handbag. <laughs> exactly. The lights <laughs> with, with would the bright come lights on. on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And the national anthem would play. I'd say young people nowadays wouldn't believe it if they saw it. Um, but yeah, it's look, it's part of our culture. And yes. as you say, you know, many people are very proud of it and they love the music of it, but they know the first two lines and that's it. So I, I suppose this is probably for adults as well as, well as children, is it? It is, for sure. And I mean, myself included, I certainly didn't know the words. So, um, you know, I have given it to families and friends and they, they love it and they love the fact that it is inclusive for, for all ages because, you know, it, it's it's a fact, it's it's a shame and, you know, it, it's a disappointment that, you know, we do, we do all forget our Irish after, you know, yeah. secondary school. So this is a way that everybody can, can be included. Okay, well, the book is called Our National Anthem and it's published by Oberlin and it's by Rachel. Rachel J. Cooper. Thanks for joining us on Limerick Today. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.